Welcome to the More to Life podcast. My name is Elmace. I am your host. And today we are joined by the fabulous Helen Lee. Helen Lee is a stylist, a style coach. So Helen, if you could, Helen Lee, I mean to call you Helen Lee, not Helen. Um, <laughs> if you could please just um, give us a bit of a description of what you do, who you are, um, and then actually we'll come on to your journey afterwards. Hi, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and talk to you again. Um, so yeah, as you said, I am a stylist or style coach, I do call myself, because I do work with people on a much deeper level than just the clothes. Um, I do work in a coaching capacity with uh, my clients as well. So yes, I'm a style coach. I predominantly work with women, although I'm very, I'm open to men and women, of course. I just work with women Um a lot more and the more women I work with the more I get so I work with women who are on a bit of a journey of change Mm. and they've gone through some kind of healing journey or about to and they are stuck in a rut who they are on the outside how the dressing doesn't match who they are now so Mm. I will help women discover their style what they suit body color style I will help them let go of their clutter and the clothes that represent the past version of themselves and then I will create a style and a capsule wardrobe that represents the real them now their lifestyle you know suits them and flatters their body so it, it really is a personal style transformation as you call it and the process that I guide them through yeah amazing and actually, <clears throat> I run the More to Life Mastermind. You came into the Mastermind. You took yes. an incredible oh, session for the women. And I know that a few of them, you know, came to you afterwards and had their personal experience yeah. with you. I know a few of them that use you. So it was amazing. And what was the most amazing thing about that session was it It was about where wherever you're at now, let's dress for that. So instead yeah. of this whole, when I lose x amount of stone then i'll wear it it's like well what can you do to make yourself feel better right now and and actually like we spoke a little bit before you came on about where we're putting makeup on and stuff like you know these things do make you feel better wearing clothes that make you feel yeah, good absolutely it can make you feel better yeah so what, what i would love to know is how did you get into this have you got like a personal journey as to like how you why you do this yeah, of course. So, by the way, I forgot to actually say my business is Style Code, by the way, before. Yeah. And my concept is Style Code, um, just in case anyone looks at me. So, yeah. how I got into it is actually I was my own candidate client. So, I used to be a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very successful at it, um, but I was very focused on the outside, it was yeah. very hard on myself in terms of my body and how I looked. I wasn't obviously with my clients, but I wasn't myself. And I reached a point where I was just, my mental health really started to struggle. And you know what? I just, I'm like, so it's not right. I'm not happy. I really started to struggle. Um, and then a big, big thing was my husband, who is my husband now and has, you know, has been, we've been together for 13 years. Um, we had a short period of time where we split up. Mm-hmm. And it was completely due to me just pushing him away and struggling. And we got back together and it was that moment where I was like, something isn't right. So I went to counsel him and I had never dealt with the grief of losing my mum when I was 12. She had, oh. she was diagnosed with a terminal brain tumour when I was six. 
and she passed away when I was 12. And you just kind of get on with it, you know, you you have to learn to be strong and get on with life. And I start become very driven, very independent. And I guess just focused on all the wrong areas. And once I went through about 18 months of counseling, I realized that my creativity had been suppressed or sorry, I was suppressing it. Yes. And as a child, I was so gifted as an artist. I was so artistic. I did fashion design, dance, played keyboard. I was so expressive. Yeah. Um, and my mom really nurtured that in me so much. We made clothes together, and my father and brothers were like fitness obsessed. Yeah. So I was just influenced into a career that was just so not authentically me. Mm. So during this process of counseling, I was just like, it sounds really cheesy, but I was just like, literally discovering and peeling back the layers to the real me. And I was, my creativity was just flooding back. And then I had a moment where I was like, and I recognized how I want to dress now doesn't represent who I am now. Like who does, how does the new and real me dress and look? And I noticed that on a Saturday night when I went out with the girls, I really embodied this like Karen Millen dresses, this glamorous, all this style. And that was, and I realized that was the only time I ever felt like myself. And then the rest of the time was in like activewear. So I paid for the personal style elements and a color analysis myself. And it absolutely was transformative for me. Um, but during my process of putting that into practice, dressing and creating a wardrobe, I really recognized that it was very dated and very uninspiring. And though, although it was amazing to get the analysis, be like, wow, I'm an hourglass and wow, I'm a bright winter and I've got a glam style. And I didn't think I was glam. I thought I was boring. It was really interesting. But it was there wasn't really any company that I could find that was really targeting it to like young, modern mm. women all the way up to older women as well, you know, who were retired. But so I wanted to create a process and a journey that I would have wanted then as I realised I was creative and wanted a creative career. Um, I ended up realising about a year or two into studying fashion and all sorts of other things I was like actually I want to do this I just I want to help people who were going through what I was and create something that I think I would have needed in that way back then does that make sense oh perfect sense and as you're talking I'm like wow this is actually really resonating with me because and I don't really even notice it but I used to be quite wacky with my clothes when I was younger oh, right. yeah yeah I mean no I'm not saying trendy I'm saying wacky and um, I, like you, I was really creative and expressive, and and actually, somewhere along the lines, I've I've I lost that, and I think you know some of it has come back for me, but definitely not with my wardrobe. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm feeling a bit motivated now to go back and get <laughs> my my old bits yeah. and bobs out. But yeah, like that is that's amazing. You you had to you found your purpose, which is so yeah. important. Yeah, in my I guess in my own struggle. But it's a little bit, it sounds cheesy, but it's a little bit like the whole metamorphosis. I remember feeling like that as I was going through, you know, months and months of therapy and 
grievance and whatever you know everything else gets put on the table as well it's not you know once you're there you're like let's just get it all out yeah <laughs> yeah definitely and it really does feel like that and there's something there's like an urge to just express yourself and I mean I had a com I had this exact conversation with someone on Zoom yesterday in a consultation been through therapy you know just a wardrobe she's like it's not me it's so interesting but to touch on what you said there like it's not just obviously trauma and grief like it is very difficult to have a flow of creativity and authenticity when you're clouded by this darkness or struggle but I think life happens as well you know when we're children we think so much less mm. we have less insecurities you know we and as we get older we say should so much we're like oh should I wear that could I wear that yeah so someone could have said something to you once like you know people will say things to me like oh you know if you wear red it's bad look it could be something random and then all of a sudden someone will just make this new habit a thing um so I always actually from what you were just saying when you were young and you dress wacky when I'm with a client I go all the way back to their childhood yes yeah. and I want to know how they dress what they liked who they were interested in and it's very, very, it's a very reflective journey. That's why I call it style coaching, because in my experience, some stylists, unless they're trained in this way, will just take on face value what the client's telling them today. Yes. Yeah. But what a client is sometimes telling me isn't true or real. Yes. So if I dig deeper, I'm like, well, you know, actually, like, that's, what they think and how they feel but it can be something completely different yeah definitely that reconnecting to your your your, your inner child or, or your you know you as a child and for some people that's going to be extremely painful and for some people that can be really therapeutic and kind of actually you know quite exciting and but if mm -hmm. I guess you're really focusing on style as opposed to like anything else it can also give inspiration can't it like you know for those people who never have experimented with clothes because they've always felt too insecure in their body giving yeah. them that boost that actually like now is the time you know to go for it because I speak to so many people who just say to me I just wear big t-shirts big black yeah. black and big and they always have you know they have maybe have done for their life and like they really want to to experiment it's just it's allowing yeah. themselves to do that it is it is it is a confidence thing and I think with style code like I call it style code because it's a little bit like DNA, like everybody has a code. Everybody suits a particular palette of colours. Everyone will have a certain body shape and will suit silhouettes. And then everyone has a style. Even the people who say to me, oh, I'm not stylish. I don't have a style. They have a style. Yeah. And I think once you have this profile and all this, like, this is for you, this doesn't suit you, people can actually be very expressive because... We almost have the boundaries to do it within. Yeah. Not trying to make it feel like we're restricting. It's yeah. not like a diet, it's a guide. But once you have that, like every single thing out there isn't an option. And you can be expressive and explore within what you suit and confidently know, well, Helene said that's my shape. So I'm yeah. gonna wear that. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. 
I think that's a safe place for people because otherwise it's so overwhelming. I mean, if you were to yeah. walk into Zara, for example, today, there's so much. You wouldn't have a clue. You doubt yourself on everything. So actually, just that you're, you've got somebody else sort of giving you that nod, yeah, that's right, and that's right for you. Yeah. This gives you that confidence that maybe you need. I mean, you know, one day it'd be amazing to have your own intuition on it. But actually, just to think, okay, they've said this. I'm going to stick to what they've told me and, and kind of go yeah. for it. But they do build their own intuition like that. My my ethos and how I like to approach my services is I always say to clients, I want you to become your own stylist. Yeah. As much as it's great when clients continue to come back to me for more support and let's do shopping for winter and for summer and it's great, but eventually I want them to be able to know it so well and have that intuition that and they have it forever and they can apply it to fashion as it constantly evolves and changes because they know what they are they know what they suit um and a lot of clients successfully do do that once they know it and they understand it they can continue to use it and you're right it's just overwhelming like I'll take clients shopping at the end of my consultation experiences and I'll go right we're going to put into practice what you've just learned about yourself and we'll run shop and we'll go that's your that's you not yes no and they're like oh my god this is so easy they're like no no yes yes and yeah <laughs> it just gives you a bit of a, a method let's say a method that's it having a bit of a method is amazing Ah, oh, so when was the point then in your life that you were like okay I'm not happy obviously we've, we've heard a little bit about your background of like what, at what point did you did could you tell that you were feeling you know maybe you're feeling lost I don't know but or what's that point that you were like there's more to life here and like I need to make some changes um I would say when every when you just start to look at everything around you and you feel I felt like nothing um feels like me but I don't know what is me mm. that makes sense yeah like no like how I'm currently working and living isn't quite me and how I'm feeling and like how much, you know, my level of income and, you know, how I feel and where I live, just not in an ungrateful way, like this isn't good enough, but you know, you're just like this, I want something different, but I, but because I wasn't connected to who I really am, I didn't quite know what that was. But I would say the biggest thing was, like I mentioned before, was what for me when I pushed away someone I love. Yeah. Purely just to hurt myself. Mm-hmm. It, it, the only way I can describe it was I was when I really was at the point where I think I was struggling the most, but you don't realise you are when you're in it, you're completely unaware. Yeah. And I became obsessively focused on things to keep myself busy, like, you know macronutrients and training and yeah like you know doing fitness modeling and all this stuff um and I was so obsessed but I was consumed by it and I also like I said I, I pushed my partner away and we spent probably a maximum a couple of months apart and I was staying in another place. I, I got my own place to rent. And there was just one morning, the only way I could describe it, I woke up and it was like waking up out of a bad dream. I, it was as if my body had been numb and I couldn't feel a thing. 
And then I woke up one morning and it was just like some of my tears, every feeling you haven't been feeling. Mm. And I had this like crippling anxiety um, and, and, and almost like, what the hell have you done? Like what, yeah. like realize like, why did you push them away? Why are you here? Um, and yeah, I think it was that, which which you'll know in your experience with coaching and trauma is when you get to that point, sometimes you can shut down. Yeah. So yeah. I was numb. I was, what do you call it? And it wasn't a freeze. Yes. Period. Yeah. So I would say it was that morning when I woke up and I just felt everything and was just like, it. I, you know what I thought to myself? It's me. The problem is me. Yeah. And I need to go and figure out what's going on. And, and it was not like judging myself. I had been through a lot of trauma, had been through a lot of grief and um a oh, lot of absolutely. um, you know, other things that came after that in my childhood. And I think if you don't deal with it, it will catch up with you. Yep, 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 yep. And that it is... was like, hi. Yeah, I see this in myself. I see this in all my clients. Like, it's that what you resist persists. And it really is true. Like, you are suppressing it somewhere. You haven't, mm -hmm. no one can just decide, oh, that wasn't very nice. Let's just remove that out of my subconscious, my conscious, my everything. Goodbye. No, if you decide not to deal with it, it's sat there growing, yeah. manifesting. And that's how you, you get all these other yeah. behaviors and habits. Yeah. And you, you become, I recognize when I was in that place, because I was pushing down and ignoring what's going on on the inside, that when I look back, I can see how much more like materialistic and vain almost my yeah. behavior was compared to, to, to now. And it's interesting because becoming a stylist, people almost, I felt this judgment of like, oh, she's into fashion now and that's very materialistic. And I really had to explain like, no like it's actually the opposite yes yeah it's it's because it's I'm so much more in tune with myself now I, I've, I don't have a, I don't have attachment to things anymore of course mm -hmm. you know I talk a lot about decluttering and people oh. always say how is your wardrobe so small and it's because I have no attachment to things in that way and you know yeah, in, yeah it's, it's really interesting it, it is a, a complete you know process internally and then how that's reflected externally yeah um, yeah big time um right you need to come to my house <laughs> my attachment to clothes is unreal and it's and I it's crazy do you know what I've really improved the last three four years I've worked really hard get rid of stuff but some of my friends will will remember the green hot pants that I used to wear when I was 18 <laughs> and they're, they're still that they they run and they're, they're now still there? They, right they've now gone because when I moved house I really forced it but we're talking about like 20 years here of like all these different like clothes just hanging around none of which I'm wearing but yeah big time I mean my wardrobe I now have got on a big mission to get rid and actually yeah I guess some people who'd be thinking about this they're like okay get rid of clothes, have a small wardrobe. Their main concern is going to be how do they fund that? So what tips have you got to ha have a small wardrobe? Because at some point, you know, that means probably you're going to need more clothes than 
than yeah. someone with, with, with loads of clothes. Um, so how how could somebody fund? And I, I'm asking for myself as well here. Having this a smaller wardrobe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, ask, I'm asking for a friend. You see, one of my friends has asked about. My mum said. <laughs> no, do you know what? Tell me how I can fund a small wardrobe, please. <laughs> So I have a three-step process that always works. So not only is the style code, which I said is finding out everything about someone when it comes to clothes and style. Um, and that, so I will do that first. Now, everyone who comes to me is a little bit stuck, panic buying, has a lot of clutter, uh, don't know what they suit. The clutter is a big problem and we want to just get rid of it. But the issue is, unless you have some logic to get rid of those clothes, you feel like you're just getting rid of money. Yeah. So once I've done a client style code, I guarantee you it is easy. So we do their color, we do their shape, we do their style. I look at that, I look at their size everything I look at the face shape you name it we mm. know everything makeup jewelry clothes the lot as soon as we have that information we look at that wardrobe and then you're referring back to the style code you're like ah that's why you never wear that because it's that color and remember that's a color that makes you look like you've got the flu <laughs> yeah um, and you know oh remember you've been covering up and oh yeah they're the baggy dresses right we'll get rid of them we need some more shaved dresses so you you are coming at it from such more of a logical perspective than your emotion of attachment as soon as I have this for someone it's easy they're like yeah nope nope and they just all of a sudden start making decisions yeah the other thing about your style code is Imagine I was an interior designer and your wardrobe is the room and we're gonna design a room yeah. and we start with the color palette. What's your interior style? What are the proportions of the room? I'll design a layout and the the print, the pattern, the textures, wood floor and statement, like then we go and buy it. So imagine that is the process for a wardrobe. So your room, is the wardrobe and all the things in it are the things in the room. So yeah. we're using your style code to be like, this is what a wardrobe would really authentically look like if it was you. These are the colours, these are the silhouettes, this is the vibe. So when you have that bigger picture in mind, you could then also look at your wardrobe and be like, that doesn't fit with the new theme now. Yeah, And then when we want to buy new clothes, we're like, right, so for your vibe and your personal style and your capsule, you're actually really missing, like, I don't know, like this colour pair of jeans. And you just need a smart white trainer and a couple of T-shirts. So it's about so much more than just it's part of like a whole plan. And yeah. your style code helps you execute it. Yeah. I would, so I would say for someone who doesn't know their style code, Let's say right now you're asking me and I don't know your style code. Yeah. I would say if you start with the clothes that you love and you wear most. Yeah. Get a clothing rail. You can get one for £12 from Ikea. Yeah. Pop the clothes on the clothing rail that you love and you wear the most. Leave yeah. all the clothes in your wardrobe. Keep the door shut that you don't wear that are ancient. And over time, just stop 
taking a few things out your wardrobe, wearing it. If it gets to the end of the day and you're like, do you know what? I don't like this blouse. Gone. So we're going to start to build a reel and you're only going to wear what's on the reel. You can bring out as many pieces as you need from your wardrobe. Like I said, eventually you'll start to see logically what you actually wear, what fits you, what you yeah. suit, what you love, what isn't worn. Then you can turn to the wardrobe and you can be like, well, really, this is what needs to go. Yes. Yeah. Because actually, if you're putting something on, you look in the mirror and you think, I don't like this. Unless you're having that, you know, that day where you're on your period and you just feel horrendous. But if it's any other day and you look at it and think, oh, no, like the the habit would be put it back and I'll try another day or I'll wear another day. Yeah. But that should be the moment when you decide, actually, if I don't like yeah. it today, it's highly likely I won't make like it tomorrow. Because we do the whole save it for a rainy day. Oh, <laughs> I do that. Do you know what I also do? I go, what if we need to go as fancy dress? So this would be really good for fancy dress. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, come off it. What if we go camping? What if I don't, oh, I think you could come up with an excuse for everything, couldn't you? You could. But I think with regards to, so let's say, sorry, you did ask me about funding some a new wardrobe. Um, so let's say you've got your pieces on your reel that you, you love and you wear the most. Look at them. What are you wearing? The yeah. Most? You might have some amazing fancy dresses in your wardrobe, but if 95% of your life, it's practical, it's casual, it's jeans, it's tees, it's going to the park with the kids, then that's what your lifestyle requires more of. So could you buy more pieces of what you already have in different variations or in higher quality you know could you buy a smarter trainer or you're missing a crossbody bag and start building up the pieces I would say in my experience everyone has a more casual style these days but we don't look at it as a style we're like oh it's just you know t-shirt and jeans I'll say to clients, right, well, if that's what you wear, let's get an awesome pair of jeans. Let's get the best quality T-shirt. Let's yeah. invest £100 in some lovely Veja trainers. If you're going yeah. to be casual and you don't feel good in your clothes right now, then you, yeah. like, let's really elevate and invest so when you do wear it, you do feel good. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a good point, yeah. And so, you know, you hear, well, I, I had years ago, Someone said to me, doesn't matter like what you've got on underneath, as long as you have, like as long as you love your shoes and you love your coat, the rest is fine. Is what do you say? If someone if someone was like, I've never even heard that. <laughs> oh no, do you know what? It wasn't even a thing, it was a friend. It was a friend saying, just get a really good coat, get some really good shoes. I'm guessing it must be in winter or something, because like obviously if the summer you would be ready to coat. <laughs> but like if you're wanting to just go out and feel like feel yeah. good but I guess what is is there anything that's like if you are just feeling really rubbishy like what could be like some quick like quick wins for people I I would say on the comment you made before about the bag and the shoes in one sense it is correct in I always say to clients your accessories will elevate your look okay so you could take the, a white t-shirt and pair of jeans and if you're stuck on some scruffy old converse and a really old worn leather bag, it wouldn't look that exciting. However, if you stuck on some Gucci trainers and a little designer crossbody bag and some sunglasses, it would look amazing. So yeah. the do lift the simple pieces. In terms of, 
I would say a quick lift in terms of um in style, you know, just to quickly pick yourself up, let's say. I tend to see a lot is sometimes people underestimate hair and makeup. Yes. You could be wearing even active wear and with a bit of hair and makeup, I think you feel really good. Yeah. A good bra, a, a bra the, and the right fitting bra changes how you look in everything. It can even change your clothes size. Oh, I can um, imagine. Mm-hmm. The first thing I get a client to do when we're together is we back, go and get them some new bras. Um, and start looking at fit. The biggest transformation I see in a client when we look in the mirror is when we take that big baggy T-shirt and I pull it in and I twist it and I tuck it in the back. Yeah. And it actually shows the shape. It doesn't hide them. And they go, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. So, like, tuck something in, show your shape, you know, belt it, just stop hiding because the eye will see what you show it. If you want to show the world something that looks two times bigger than what you are, then that's how it will look. And then when you look in the mirror, you're reaffirming to yourself, I look bigger. Yeah, it's not not helping your self-worth, isn't it? If you're dressing... You kind of become you. You it's that that like that action isn't that behavior. You become what you kind of think and feel. So if you do decide to just wear, you know, big baggy clothes all the time, you'll you'll feel like that. Yeah. So I would I would say fit is the most important thing, and it can give you such a pick me up when you feel like oh right, you know, I feel good, and it doesn't mean you have to wear something skin tight. But if you're wearing jeans and a top, like get some nice jeans and something high waisted and French tuck the t-shirt in and wear a good t-shirt bra with the t-shirt and you know pop a a smart casual blazer over your t-shirt with your jeans that's a very easy elevation for an outfit with some lovely smart trainers yeah definitely oh yeah I remember you saying this actually I remember you saying this all last summer when you were in the mastermind and me saying I was going to action it. And now we're sat here like eight months, seven months later. And I'm like, hmm, do I need to action that? This is the problem, isn't it? We need to, I need to take action on this. Actually, I might, have done, I might have done a few bits, but yeah, amazing. So do so you just personally, if you don't mind sharing, have you ever had like struggles with your body? And how have you found that doing what you do has kind of helped you personally? Or you may not have, not have experienced it. I have. I think everybody has. Yeah. Yes, you are. So for me, I always had a struggle with what I called my muffin top. Yeah. Um, I have IBS um, and a few intolerances, so I spend most of the time bloated, at least I used to, before I actually cut the foods out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing was I didn't know my body shape. And I didn't realise I was an hourglass because I looked at someone like Kim Kardashian and thought, oh, she looks like an hourglass, but yes. I don't look. So I would be wearing like these jeans and I'd be sat down in the jeans. My belly would come over the top of the jeans. And I just, I really, I just, everything I bought and how I dressed was focused on the bottom of my tummy, what I called like my little pouch, muffin top. Yeah. And everything was about trying to cover that. And what drastically changed my confidence and how I dressed was when I learned that I was an hourglass. And the best thing for me to do was to actually wear high-waisted clothing. 
which yeah. is a couple of inches above my belly button and pulls in where I'm smallest and took all my tops in. Yeah. And, now, and it, I was like, oh, my God, now you can't see. Like, everything I was wearing was either cutting across my tummy and making it look bigger, making it feel uncomfortable. So for me, that drastically changed my confidence. It made me look a clothes size smaller because I wasn't hiding my waist and I was wearing the whole... I was, Covering up, even though I've always been relatively fashionable and into style, I'm still a lot of the time wasn't dressing correctly for my shape. Yeah. Um, and I just, I stopped focusing on my tummy. Yeah. I didn't care about it because I was like, oh, look at my figure. It looks amazing. Yeah. Look, look at my waist and my curves and my boobs and my bum. Instead of focusing on one area, I could see the whole picture. And I was like, yeah, I love it. So it was very, very empowering for my confidence. And I, and I used to diet so intensely to try and... Because I always used to feel like I only look good when my stomach's flat. Oh, yeah. That's exactly how I used to feel. And yeah. since learning my body shape, I've never felt like that. That's incredible. And also that like all or nothing, like I... I will dress nice if I'm feeling good, but I won't dress nice if I feel rubbishy. But actually, if you dress nice when you're feeling rubbish, that's yeah. when you're going to have the changes. Exactly. Yeah. Like you said, we all have those PMS days or you just, you know, when you're dressing down. But yeah, it does It does change your energy and your attitude and your confidence. Like, yeah, it's a two-way thing. Um, you can dress when you feel more confident for that confidence, but... On the other hand, dressing in a certain way can give you that confidence even when you're not feeling like you have it. Yeah, because actually when you're wearing something that you're not comfortable in, I'm just remembering myself actually years ago, like wearing something that you actually feel like I'm really either physically not comfortable with it or mentally, and then going out and about, it can be really crippling, can't it? Like you don't want to see someone because yeah. you think oh actually uh, you know you thought you were kind of being brave by wearing something but actually you're still you're you're really you know maybe it's way too tight or yeah. or whatever and actually like oh my gosh I'm just freaking out you can guarantee they're the moments you'll see someone you know yeah why is that <laughs> why is that yeah 100% but you are right like the I wouldn't say the wrong outfit but an outfit that doesn't make you feel comfortable and confident will literally ruin your evening. I, I I always get clients in our process when we're first working together, we do some preparation work and I want to see, I gather all sorts of information from them. And one of the things I ask is I say, I want you to send me some pictures, find pictures of outfits that you really love and you remember feeling good in and ones that you don't. Mm. You look at the picture, you don't like it, you remember not feeling good. And they were like, it's so interesting, there are so many where I didn't feel good and it ruined the occasion. Yeah. Um, and that's what I remember about that occasion. Yeah. And I focus on what I'm wearing and how I felt. Yeah. And you know what? People can see it straight away. Well, not straight away, yeah. but people can see it when you're not comfortable. And I do yeah. always remember this, this, this incident that happened where um, a, a young girl came to the gym and she was wearing a tiny cro crop top and trousers. And she obviously wasn't feeling comfortable. Oh, bless she was holding on to her, her putting her arms oh, around her waist, holding on to it. And she wouldn't let her arms go. And so she was in the gym trying to, trying to run, but also covering her tummy. Oh. And she ended up wiping, coming off the treadmill. <gasps> yeah. Oh 
but no way yeah yeah I always remember it and I think that wouldn't have happened if, if she, she had felt okay yeah but, and then um, she had everyone looking at she she wanted to kind of just blend in and in the end everyone was looking at her because she fell off the treadmill but you can see it can't you, you can see when someone is clearly uncomfortable in yeah. something in something body in language body language yeah it is so much I think even how you socially interact with people you yeah. you want you don't want to draw attention to yourself or people to look or talk at you more so people introvert a bit more as well um so yeah it makes a huge difference I think when you're in an outfit and you feel comfortable and good you can focus on whatever you're doing you can be present yeah with the occasion with the people with what you're doing you're not thinking and fidgeting about what wearing that's it that present and if you have that moment where you need the toilet and you have to walk across the entire restaurant on your <laughs> own you feel fine you know it's not like someone come with me I'll walk behind you and because you just the present bit though is key there isn't it like actually listening to your friends or family and enjoying it eating the food as well and not thinking I need to undo my trousers and this is all too tight and I'm bloated because you are wearing clothes to yeah. fit it, the other thing with the being present as well, just to quickly touch on, is you wouldn't believe how much it takes from people's lives in general. So when I work with a client and they're in this cycle, in this place, um, before we do all of the work, they honestly spend hours online returning orders figuring out what to wear, taking clothes or not. It takes so much space and energy. And when you're at the point where I get them to the capsule wardrobe in their style code, they've decluttered, they've got their new clothes and it, they're like, I bought like two, two things this month. That's it. And I used to buy two things minimum a week, sometimes have 10 orders come in. And even personally, like to say this, I know I'm a stylist professionally, but I've also gone through this process myself and I don't even buy myself clothes that much. It doesn't consume me. It doesn't yeah. take up. When I get dressed on the morning, I can just, yeah, I do think about it, but I can just throw something on and because everything in there works, it doesn't take up that much energy from me. Like yeah. people always say, do you plan your outfits? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> Just, time I don't on. want to go on holiday. I'll, you know, plan a yeah. little thing, but I'm like, no, I just think, right, we're going to wear today. It's so easy. So, yeah, I think the overall place that you can get into with being in a bit of a style, but not knowing what you're suiting and, you know, covering up, I think overall, people don't realize until they're out the other side of it how much space, how, how they're not present in a lot of areas because of that and then how it affects yeah. how they look and feel which then affects how their day goes it's and people just look at it like oh it's just clothes I'm like but it's not yeah 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 absolutely I, I hear you I hear you and I bet there's loads of people listening thinking right that's it <laughs> I go so on that note where can people find you if they want to reach out to you so I am um, on Instagram as Helen Lay Styles or my website is style slash code.co.uk. Um, so there is a lot of, you know, great tips and information on there. 
and um, I do sometimes do blogs and things about helping people kind of discover what they are. But I would say to have a, a clear understanding of your style code and what you are, I would say it's definitely worth um, investing you know, in one. I do work online with people. I work with people in America, the UK. Um, I work with people in person. Some people travel up to me or I travel to them. Um, and you look, even if someone doesn't work with me and they've just listened to this and they're like, do you know what? I'm going to contact a local stylist to me and I want to know yeah. like more about what I suit. That's fine. I think what matters is that um, you embrace this part of your journey if you're on one and you feeling more confident and, you know, building a better relationship with clothes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. You're welcome. It's been fun, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. A- nice little boost of the day <laughs> when it's pouring the rain outside. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. No problem. Bye.